When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Although things are going to change next year, we're going to move across the street. There are a few things with the New York Yankees that never change. That's pride, it's tradition, and most of all, we have the greatest fans in the world. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And today we look like two brothers from another mother wearing the same Cool Games hoodie. What's up, the Eddie Scazzeri? You were left out of the party. we got to get you one of those. Nice to have you with us. It's Football Friday with Al Don Dukes. What's up? Good morning there, Jerry. Uh, I saw this. Uh, the Bears actually won a game Not last night. Not only did they win, yeah. they kicked the living crap out of the Commanders. They sure did. Like, they were, I think it was 27-3 to at halftime. It was, and uh, Justin Fields has uh, had three touchdowns in the first half. Just uh, The first drive I watched live, and he, he misses a guy wide open. Well, I shouldn't say wide open. He missed a throw that could have gone down the right sideline for about a 20-yard gain, 25-yard gain, and thinking, ah, see, got to make those throws. And then the next two throws were right on the money for, t- for a, a long gain and then a touchdown, and it was as if, huh. This doesn't look so bad. Right. He made some really nice throws. Sure did. Yeah, he did. On a couple of those touchdown passes. Yes, very much so. And they even made, was it Herb Street, made the uh, the comment, you know, sometimes he wants to get out and run and he'll run too soon, which is what Daniel Jones does. He's like, but what a nice pocket that the offensive line point is. This kid can really throw the ball when given the time with precision. And he was outstanding last night. Yeah, very nice, Jerry. Very nice. I saw that uh, the other quarterback, Sam Howell. Yeah, attempted fifty-one. Yeah, threw for th- almost four hundred, almost four hundred yards. Yeah, three eighty-eight. I think the problem for Sam Howell, and I didn't watch enough of this game to get a good feel of it. Sam Howell, if he gets through this season with his legs intact, counted as a win. That's he a has win been for him. Sacked so he got sacked six more times last night. Yeah, he's uh, taking a little bit of a beating, Jerry, but he's out there. I think his arm's hanging off him today, 51 attempts. That's pretty good. Yeah, I... Pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then this is bad news for the Commanders. They done pissed off Magic Johnson, <laughs> yes. their new owner. Yeah, I know. How much of an owner is Magic Johnson? Like, um... if, if you're annoying Magic Johnson, is that bad for you if you're... Well, it's never good. I mean, he's got some stake in the game. Yeah. I don't know. If you asked me, I would venture to guess it's no more than 5%. He he goes, I don't know. 
Magic Johnson took to Twitter yesterday, Jerry, and he wrote, Tonight, the Commanders played with no intensity or fire. Yes. So I read that before I watched the extended highlight package. He owns 4%. 4%? Yes. I feel like I own 2%. Uh, I don't think you... I mean, you could if you have $200 million you'd like to invest. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Magic Johnson, after I saw that that uh, tweet from Magic that they play with no fire or intensity. Right. It gave me a new perspective when I looked at the highlight package. Okay. He's right. They, they very lackluster. Very lackluster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. T- we're seeing a lot of bad tackling in the NFL. And I was thinking of this because uh, yesterday Dick Butkus passed away. Yes. The great legendary bear. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was watching some of the, I was like, Dick Butkus would be furious at this attempt at tackling. Jerry, that was a man, Dick Butkus. Yeah. He would pick you up and slam your ass right down to the ground. And did you know he retired at 31? I did not. He only played 70 because of injury. Only played seven years. And we always talk about, you know, it's in baseball. We talk about this too. Like it's their God given right to play in the postseason, or it's a waste of a career. Never one, not one playoff game. Is that right? Nope. He was on, he was on bear, bad bears teams. They said he joined Hallis towards the end of the run when things started going the wrong way. And I didn't know that. And, you know, reading the stories this morning, never was never in the playoffs. I did not know the either. And it doesn't matter because he was a legendary player. Legendary right. player. Exactly. Uh, Walter Payton wasn't in a whole hell of a lot of uh, playoff games. Except did win a Super those. Bowl, though. Right. That's true. That's a fair point. Yeah. Even though fair they gave point. the ball to a refrigerator on the goal line and oh, not him. That that really bothered. It bothered a lot of people. Walter Payton. Yes. I understood. Bothered me, too. I hate a gimmick play, Jerry. I, I understand. Give me Walter Payton. Uh, there's also got to be a better way to present when somebody, I like to say, passes away. You know what I mean, Jerry? Okay. Like... I'm coming in. I come in this morning. I walk to the WFA newsroom, and the rerun of the game is on last night. Okay. And it's a Bears game, and Dick Butkus passed away. But on the bottom, it, ju- it just says, Dick Butkus dead. <laughs> it just sounds so. That does seem a bit uh, harsh. It's harsh. That's why I say passed away. Me too. Yes. But even, I'll see so even many. Even saying someone died is okay. When you yes. see dead. Dead. That's a like, bit hard. <laughs> it's yeah, and that's like you'll see headlines like that, bottom of the screen of a football game. Yeah, Dick Butkus dead. You are dead. All right, like, come on, relax. You, now you're sounding a little yeah, rude. It's weird. <laughs> it? The man passed away at 80 years old. Yeah, I will say, and I, I guess it's because he was 80. Yeah, I was looking for a cause of death. Me too. I was interested. I was like a cause of death. I mean, yes. You know what really bothers me when someone younger dies? I know. Like, Dick Buck is 80 years old. I don't need a cause of death. I'd like one. I agree. He was 80. If You could just say natural causes, all fine. When you tell me somebody passed away at 45, no cause of death. Or say say no cause known. Yeah. What? I I need to know. Scary stuff, especially when you're 54 and 49. Correct. Have to know. When I see someone that's uh, dying uh, around my age, Jerry, I want answers. You make sure, well, I was going to say you make sure your life insurance policy is intact, but what are you leaving your stuff to? The dog? Drew? What are we doing here? Yeah, I guess Drew, because I (laughs) I told him. Have you figured that out yet? About uh, talking to my... Yes, about getting a life insurance policy. 14-year-old nephew? No, about getting a life insurance policy. Oh, life insurance policy. And you can't leave it to your mom. She's older than you. Yes. You got to leave your fortune to Drew. My nephew Drew, yeah. The Drew, <laughs> the Duke's fortune. 
goes to Drew, <laughs> who's 14 right now. But well, you keep it. I got to talk to him about taking care of me when I get old, and he can have it all. When, well, that's if you make it. If I make it, and if something happens, he gets it when he turns 18. Hmm, that seems fair. But I need something in writing. Hey, Drew, from no college for you. <laughs> I need something in writing from him saying <laughs> he's going to take care of me. I understand. I got you. Uh, not going to let you know some of these nursing homes, Jerry. They're very mean to the patients. Well, I don't want that. We have seen that from time beat to up time, and sometimes. some of them are very nice. Some of them are nice. Yeah. Let's some not give them up, bad reputation. Some of them beat up the patients, Jerry. How many times do you think Sam? So, if I asked you right now, the top three quarterbacks that have been sacked this season, okay, who would they be? Hmm, I'm going to go Daniel Jones. He is in the top three. <laughs> that is correct. I guess I'll go Sam Howell. That is correct. He's the he's the leader. And then uh, who did... Um, uh, the third one, I think, is actually surprising. Who did Khalil Mack have those six sacks against the other day? Oh, that was... The, no, see, that won't qualify because he was a backup quarterback. Ah. That was uh, Aiden O'Connell, oh, I believe, yeah, of Aiden the O'Connell. Raiders. <laughs> And he was, uh, he's on the list, though. He's got to be on the list because he was yeah. sacked. In, Aiden O'Connell is on the list. He was sacked seven times in one game. Right. So here's your top three. Sam Howell, 29. He's been sacked 29 times already in five games. <laughs> Think how many times he's been hit. I was just going to say that. That <laughs> right? doesn't count the times he released the ball like a clobbered. Damn. Um, that's in five games. In five games, Justin Fields has been sacked 20 times. And in four games, Daniel Jones has been sacked 22 times. Daniel Jones? Yes. 22 times, man. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that it's more to me like the 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 hits. Oh, yeah, Cuz you don't even consider that sometimes yeah. for the quarterbacks. Qu- well, and quarterback hits is a stat. Yeah. If you look at a box score, you can look at the defense and see how many times they got to the quarterback. So, yeah, and remember part of the Jones one, the 22 was 10 alone. <laughs> ten, right. 10 sacks. He was sacked 10 On times Monday night. Yeah. Ten times, yeah. I don't know this uh, getting the, the the quarterback getting whacked. That's got the worst part's got to be like you're a quarterback, right, Jerry? Imagine you're a quarterback. You were a quarterback, but imagine Three you're games. a pro quarterback, yeah. And you're dropped back there, and you have to wait till the last possible yes. millisecond to release the ball, and because you know you're going to get popped. Yeah, you do. You complete it, and there's a flag on the play, and the play doesn't count. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like. The amount of punishment you're taking for things that don't count. Correct. Well, but even so, like one of the big issues the Giants had on Monday night, too, which really flies under the radar, and rightly so, when the quarterback gets sacked 10 times and the quarterback throws a pick six and the defense gives up that stupid play at the end of the second quarter, you can understand how it does. But, you know, this their special teams committed seven penalties on Monday night. Seven. They had a muff on a punt return. Muff. And I believe there were five holding calls on punt returns or kick returns. Like, you can't... The team shouldn't have seven penalties in a game, let alone just special teams. So think about that guy. If he doesn't call for a fair catch, he's getting clobbered too, even if it's yes. only a five-yard. And then you find out holding on the return team. I'm just like, oh, my God. Or could you imagine running one back for 70 yards? No. And then you find out, of course, there's a flag. Doesn't count. Man, being a punt returner has got to be the worst. Remember at the SJV game that we did for charity, I tried to field a couple of punts. Yeah, just imagine just fielding a, a high with eleven long lunatics punt. sprinting at you. Yes, and then not to—I'd be fair <laughs> catching everything. Fair catch. Well, and you've seen guys fair catch with a defender within five yards of them, and we're sitting there watching. Again, we look at it like it's Madden. 
And we're like, oh, what is he fair catching it for? You know why? Because <laughs> he wants to keep his balls. Yeah. That's why. He had plenty of room. <laughs> I think he that guy went right down the sideline. You want him to catch it, sidestep, and go. Well, yeah. he's not Dion. All right. I want a Dion Sanders. What do you think about this clip from, um, let's see if I have it, Thomas McGahee? He is the uh, special teams coach oh, okay. of the Giants who was asked if he is getting, if he's being pressured by Brian Dable for, well, Monday night was not good with the, as we just mentioned, with the special teams. Now, Boomer has always said pressure is a privilege. Sure is. This is the way McGahey characterized it. Pressure's my friend. You know, I keep it right here in my back pocket. I, I don't, pressure don't bother me. <laughs> it's right in his back pocket. <laughs> pressure don't bother you. It's his friend. You're going to sit on him, though, when you sit down yeah. if pressure's in your back pocket. He was very animated, too, as he was talking. He was all over the place. What, we, I like this guy. How did we even uh, get to talk to him? How did somebody even get to talk to him? Because they talk every uh, Thursday. They were coordinators. Oh, the special teams even talks? Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought that was one of those dudes that got to kind of hide out for the season. No, no, no. Not speak to anybody. The NFL changed that a few years ago, giving access to the coordinators one day a week. Yeah. So, like, we heard so we heard from Wink Martindale. Oh, he had some great quotes. Yes. He, he was asked about, um, are you getting any sleep with Miami scoring 70 points, um, you know, against uh, Denver? My wife uh, called me last night before she went to bed. She, she's said she was worried about me. She said, you get any sleep? I said, yeah, I'm sleeping like a baby. Every two hours I wake up and cry and you know, <laughs> go to the bathroom and try to go back and get some more sleep. Oh, that's comforting if you're a Giant fan. <laughs> right. He's very worried. He said they're faster, <clears throat> the Dolphins are, faster than the fastest show on turf. Well, supposedly, according to NFL stats, they have the four fastest players in the league. Is that right? Are on the Dolphins. Tyree Kill one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know who the four are. I know Tyree Kill is the fastest player in the NFL, so that makes sense. I guess Waddle's probably fast. Maybe Mostert. I'm not sure. Oh, Mostert. I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure who the four are, but they have the four supposedly the four fastest players. That doesn't seem fair. That the four fastest guys are on one team. No, we just spread you know, that it's out. It's called Jerry. good scouting. It's called a good job picking the right players. Man, there was a time like in the 1980s when teams were scouting track stars. Sure. Ronaldo. Didn't, didn't the Cowboys draft Bob Hayes? Yes. Because uh, because of his speed? Ronaldo Nehemiah, who was a wide receiver for I the that Niners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Willie Galt. Willie Galt for Willie, the 85 Bears. He was an Olympic sprinter. Yes. That's exactly right. Now, he, these guys actually have to take hits, which sucks. Because in track and field, Jerry, guess what? That's no true. one's tackling But in you. track and field, you don't make money. I mean, maybe the also, top, top guy does. But most track and field sprinters are not making any money. You can make a lot of money in the NFL. You know what's funny? Talking about, you mentioned Tyreek Hill. Think about when he left Kansas City to go to Miami. And we re- said, yeah, good luck without yes. Patrick Mahomes. This guy is such a better player than I ever thought he was. And remember also when he was going there, he was like, two was the most accurate passer yeah. ever. And we all laughed at that. We as mocked well. it because all the passes were short underneath within 10 yards. But pretty good. Yeah. They're making us look like fools. The Dolphins might be in the Super Bowl this year. That would be cool for Eddie. It's very possible, especially since he's going to go to the game and be out there all week. I mean, it's possible. You know, they're taking these guys that were track stars. What about an Olympic uh, hurdler? Like who? I don't know. I was just thinking of, like, imagine a guy. Jump over the defenders? (laughs) Fast and is able to jump over dudes. Well, can he catch the ball? That's the thing you got to start teach there. Him. You got to get him a jugs machine. 
What a weird name. Jugs. Jugs machine. Do <laughs> you ever try to do hurdles? No. Me neither. Have you seen me? No, I'm just saying I like when you, were, when you were young. No, no. Yeah, it seems very nerve-wracking. Like The only thing I really ever did in that realm would have been the um, when you hand the... Relay. The baton off. Yeah, yeah. I did that too. Relay. I did relay races. That was part of school, never competitively or anything. I was slow as molasses. Yeah, relay race was great too because you can't fully take the blame. It's like a team sport mm-hmm. in running. I remember when I was probably, I started playing football, I think when I was nine, my mom finally allowed me to play tackle football. And I do remember um, coaches were still harsh back then. And I, I to this day, Coach Delaney, I loved him. He was great, but he was hard on us. And I remember, like, one of my first practices, I'll never forget him saying, hey, Recco, you run, what did he say? You run like a penguin. You slow ass. Move. And I remember, like, what does that mean? You slow ass? And then ass? after practice, I remember asking him, like, why am I so slow? And he goes, because you run with your head and, like, your feet trail your body. You run forward. I'm like, okay. I never really changed, and I've been slow as molasses ever since. Hmm. I thought he meant you. You were like uh, that wide receiver, of the Dolphins, Waddle. No, 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 like no, no. Penguin. That is not what I was doing at all. I just was very slow, and I had short, stubby feet that didn't move very far. But if you were leading with your head while running, you, you could win by a nose, as they say. Yeah, except that I was race. losing by ten feet. Oh, but so if it were close, if it were close, that would have been. Coming I guess what we have coming up next. What's that? Well, oh. we're, we're both wearing the, sh- oh, the shirts oh. today. It's Friday. Cool games. It's a football Friday. On the other side of this break, we have cool games for you. All right. So stick around for that. We've got a lot to do. Feel good Friday. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This has got to be a Scazzari special. Did you do this? He did, of course. All right, 5.25. It's Friday morning. And uh, nice to have you with us. Friday morning is week week five in the NFL as we are barreling through fall or a crappy weather again today and tomorrow. You cannot make it up. We get nice weather during the week, and the weekends suck, although Sunday will be nice. Anyhow, week five began last night. 
The uh, the Bears lit up the Commanders in Washington. Magic Johnson lit his team as 4% team on fire. Yep. And uh, things not going well. But we've got a full slate of games coming up this weekend. Now, I am not hopeful before you hit the music. I will tell you this. I'm not hopeful of this. Why? But uh, Because a guy sent me the tweet that said over under one and a half. He had looked at the schedule. For cool games, Jerry? <laughs> that was his over under. Oh, so... Boy. Without further ado, as we will get to it and break down the schedule, I present to you and introduce to you, Alux. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you so much. So much. Time for cool games. You know that it's time for some cool games. Your cool game. Big finish. Play it out. All right, so how this works, we got a full slate of games. Al will run down the games, starting with the uh, the games in London, or the game in London, into the one, into the four, then the eight, and then, of course, Monday night. And what we hope is that we get a good selection of cool games that you can watch. We are talking about games that you stop your day for, that you, put, you don't watch Red Zone, except for commercials. Watch the game because it is a cool game and you're into the game. And so, with that having been said, Al, present... The games. All right, Jerry, let's start at 9.30 a.m. Alcohol sales are going on early in the state of New York up near Buffalo because Buffalo Bills fans have to go to the bars, liquor themselves up, throw themselves through tables. Jacksonville Jaguars against the Bills in London, Jerry. Is this a cool 9.30 game? It, no, but it's a watchable game. Right. I, I happen to like the 9.30 games on Sunday as background viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think the Jaguars have played very well. Uh, and Buffalo's good, but it's eh. eh. It's still Jacksonville. They still don't do it for me. Background game. Not a cool game. Not a cool it's game, not. Jerry. No, it's not. All but, right. And plus, plus Jacksonville's just mm, two and two. Eh, not yeah. a great start. Expansion team. If they were 4-0 and and picked up where they left off with that big win over the Chargers last year and that comeback, and maybe, but no. Okay. No. Uh, let's go to the 1 o'clock games. 1 then, o'clock Jerry. games. I've got the New Orleans Saints. Nah, we already have a problem. At the New England Patriots. Yee, that, that's good. Next segment, bad nope. games. That would go to bad games. What about this one, Jerry? I've got the Tennessee Titans no. in Indianapolis. No, no. Now, interestingly enough, I would say a check-in game. Mm-hmm. Especially if I know you like Gardner Minshew. Yes. They did win in Baltimore last week. And if Anthony Richardson plays, he's been exciting to watch. Interested to check in on that game? There's no way I'm sitting down and watching four quarters of that game. That's a perfect red zone. That is check a good, in. yes, that's a good red. That, that's one of those games where man, we haven't heard from the uh, the Colts and the Titans in a while. Hmm. What happened? What about this one, Jerry? This one may intrigue you. I've got the Baltimore Ravens. They don't. I'm not intrigued by the Ravens though. That's the problem. But what about this? Baltimore Ravens in Pittsburgh. Did one you, o'clock game. The Steelers lost thirty to six last week. Oh, and Kenny Pickett's banged up. 
<laughs> That's true. So no. not a cool game. Oh God, right. no. That's a I'm trying over here. Game. No, I am trying, Jerry. No. I've got the Carolina Panthers. Oh jeez. At the Detroit Lions. I like the lion part of it, but no. Yeah, no. no. The Carolina's been bad. Nope, 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 nope. Huh. What about this, Jerry? I've got C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. I'm, in, I'm ironically enough intrigued. At the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, God. Yeah. That's out. But would be interesting to see how he plays. Mm-hmm. And that is a game that, again, I would like to check in. Good red zone game. The problem is, so far, the games you've given me, the problem is they're at least one game of one team in the two that is just, eh. Right. And for me, that's a problem. I only have one more 1 o'clock well, game, the 1 o'clock is the land of crap games It really usually. is. Yeah. Why are they doing that to us? I, <laughs> I don't know. I've got the New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. Locally, this is... Not a good game locally. Uh, a good game we, or a game we want to watch. Well, yeah. But it's not a cool game. No. No. But I will be locked in on this. You, well, you have to be for work. Correct. But if we are just looking at it in the scope of the NFL week five, mm-hmm. that's a game that I don't even know that Red Zone's interested. Aside mm-hmm. from all the touchdowns the Dolphins yeah. could score. Red Zone does love the Dolphins. That's true. I'll tell you that. All right. So that's the one o'clock window, Jerry. We have no actual cool games, but a good... Uh, red zone opportunity. Maybe. I agree. A red zone is good for one o'clock Sunday. Yes. All right. Let's go with the four o five. I've got two four o five games for you, Jerry. Then that's a couple it, huh? of, Then I got two. I got two four o five games. I got two four twenty five games. I've got the Sunday. Oh, Monday so there's night. four games in the late window. Correct. I gotcha. Okay. Starting off with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. In Arizona, to face the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Burrow said they have to win a road game in order to yeah. keep it moving. But is this a cool game? No, it's it's an interesting game just because Arizona's really played hard, but they're not supposed to be any good. I know they beat the yeah. Cowboys. They they played a great half against the Giants. They played the Niners tough last week, but no, it, there's no there's no sex appeal to the Cardinals. It's going to no. be wild though if the Cardinals knock off the Bengals. The Where's Bengals that game? It's in, in, in Arizona. Arizona. They you know they could. I wouldn't be shocked. Nope. Joe Burrow, uh, he can say he's 98% healthy. He doesn't look like it. So, who knows? On paper, you would think the Bengals will go in there and r- run right through them, but maybe the Cardinals put up a fight again. I think they do. But not a, I'm sorry, not a cool game. Another 405 game, I've got the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, good start. At the L.A. Rams. Is this a cool game? Mm, interesting. I would watch that game. You would. I would watch that game. I, In hmm. Los Angeles. I'm going to say yes. Cool game. Because the Eagles are 4-0, and the Rams are better than their record. They've played well. I know they almost blew a game last week at Indy, but they did win that game. And Matthew Stafford still can throw the ball all over the place. I think that's a fun game to watch. I'm going to say yes. All right, cool game. We got our first cool game of the yeah. day I at 4-5. Yeah. Yeah. 425 game has the New York Jets. At the Denver Broncos. No, there's, I mean, there is nothing cool about this game mm-hmm. other than the local angle, and I want to watch it, and I'm interested in the Nate Hackett, Sean Payton stuff. If anything develops there, I'm interested in Zach Wilson, but this is not, this is not, a, I mean, not the, a cool the, game. the Broncos have been awful. All right. What about no. this one, Jerry? I've got the Kansas City Chiefs. That's interesting, though. You're saying the Eagles and the Rams are just a regional, local 405, 405 game. Spot. I guess because this was determined before the season yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. That's Correct. okay. All right, I'm sorry. Continue. I've got the Kansas City Chiefs. Good start. In Minnesota to take on the Vikings. 
is this? Another game I would watch. A cool game. This is old school NFL. They did two teams that still have their same logos from back in the day, essentially. Tweaked here and there. But that's going to look like an old school NFL. Wasn't that a Super Bowl, Eddie? Chiefs, uh, Vikings, was that ever a Super Bowl? Super Bowl four. Super Bowl four. I'm going to say yes to this. Me too. Uh, yeah. And I know the Vikings haven't cool started well this season. Yeah. I get it. But they can light up the scoreboard. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, this could be a... This could be one of those games that could be 42-35. All right. Could be above. So I'm going to say two cool games in the 4 o'clock window. So the 1 o'clock window has no cool games. The two, the 4 o'clock window has Eagles-Rams and Chiefs-Vikings. Then we yeah. move to Sunday night football. Cool game, cool game, cool game times 10. Most likely the coolest game of the day, the Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. Yep, in Santa Clara. Even Jerry Jones said, that the 49ers are the team most likely to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they got to go through the Dallas Cowboys. It would be nice to see the Cowboys actually win this game. That would be nice. You know, they had an opportunity in January to beat them, um, didn't. And the Niners, and who knows, if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt in Philadelphia, maybe they do go to the Super Bowl. We'll never know. Um, but this team is really good, you know, between, you know, Brandon Ayuk doesn't get much play, but I think he had like nine catches for 150 yards last week. You got Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, this team's really good. And defensively, they're good. And the Cowboys have played well. This is a good game. This is going to be this a, is a cool, cool game. game. Yes. Then Monday Night Football, I've got Green Bay Packers at the Raiders. Yeah, no. You know what this reminds me of? The Brett Favre father passed away game. That was a Monday Night game. Against it was the... Packers Raiders. Uh, where is the game? In it, Well, this one's in uh, right. Vegas. His was outside in Oakland. Yeah. In the rain. But I'm saying, I, I, I kind of getting. You're getting that vibe? Vibes. Okay. Another Super Bowl rematch, Super Bowl two. Is that right? But this is not, this is not a good game. Not a cool game. No. No, not at all. There's nothing. The Raiders have been terrible. Mm-hmm. And the Packers are okay. Right. Not a cool not game. Not great. No. Like, are you all staying right. up to watch that game Monday night? I am not. No, okay. Jerry. Exactly. Right, but then so again, got, you're not staying up tomorrow night either. So We got Eagles, Rams, Chiefs, Vikings. Cowboys Niners. That sounds like three cool games to me. It sure it sure does, Jerry. It's not too bad. It sure does sound that way to me. Those were your cool games. Alan Jerry just brought you a cup of cool games. Those were some cool. Jerry just brought you three cool games. Big finish. Now, bigger than that. Come on now. <laughs> All right, with that, stop it. Yeah. Why do you go to that every week? I don't know. I'm trying to change it up. Disgusting. <laughs> Gross. What is wrong with you? All right, so the uh, the saxophone will take us into the break. It is a Feel Good Friday presented by Casamigos Tequila. <laughs> Brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila. Stop it. They remind you. <laughs> Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. <laughs> Oh, the Google Dolls will slide. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
quarter to six. I'm just joking. Who is this? Paul Westerberg? It is Paul Westerberg. Oh, I was yeah. kidding. Is it really? A lot of people thought the Google dolls ripped him off, so that was interesting that you uh, said that. That's uh, exactly what it sounds like right off the, uh, right. the top. That's right. Hey, you know we uh, picked one of the cool games was Rams-Eagles? Uh, yeah. One of the cool games. Uh, the Hall of Fame is going to honor Dick Vermeule at that game. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah, both teams. Yeah, and I, and I uh, was reading Dick Vermeule's story again because I was like, oh, well, right, yeah, he was at the Rams. So he was in the Super Bowl with the Eagles in 1980. Sure. Then he, whenever he stopped coaching, he was gone for 15 years. It was years. a long time. It would be like hiring Bill Cowher now. Right, yeah. yes. And then got the Rams to uh, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And we think about Bill Cowher now. We think of, like, there's no shot Bill Cowher would ever come back. And that Dick Vermeil was gone for 15 years and Correct. rolled back up. Yeah. Is he still alive, Dick Vermeil? Well, they're honoring him. He's, I know. I he's like, 86, yes. Okay, so I was going to say, I don't know if they were they were honoring a man who was And then and I, I wanted to make sure I had this right. Then remember, after the Rams, the Chiefs for five years. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. He finished. He was his age when he finished. 69. Correct. <laughs> so he hasn't coached. How about this? This is nuts to think this. It's been 18 years since Let's he's Let's bring coached. him back. Wow. I want to bring him back, Jerry. He uh, took a 15-year hiatus once before. Now he's gone <laughs> for 18 years. Let's get him back <laughs> that here. That would be some hiatus. <laughs> if it, things don't, don't don't work out with Rob Sala, <laughs> Dick Vermeil. Hey. Why not? He is a very pleasant man, that Dick Vermeil. We would see him at Super Bowls all the time. Oh, he's pushing his wine. He's got a, like a thing called Super Bowl wine or something. Mm-hmm. But just a nice fella, Jerry. Well, and it's one of those guys like you think of NFL coaches as rough and tough and yeah. they're in your face. And a lot of them were. And then this guy, he's like a sweetheart. He would cry, I think. Like Tony Dungy. Seemed like a sweetheart. Yes. But Dick Vermeil, I think I've seen him cry. You've seen him cry, like on TV? Or no, I think I've seen him on oh, TV. Oh, for sure, when he left the uh, Eagles. He cried, right? Yeah, he was an emotional burnout, that whole thing. Oh, wow. And I think also when he left the Rams. This guy's a crier, Jerry. <laughs> I did see uh, Cam Newton was a guest on, uh, I don't know, one of these million podcasts. I think the Shannon Sharp one again. Didn't you? Well, not clips? again. They're probably more. I yeah. I I rolled the nine minutes of him talking about uh, Russell Wilson. Oh, okay, those are the clips we played yesterday. Okay, because I saw another clip of uh, Cam Newton. They were asking about the Jets. Oh, that's right. No, not Cam Newton. I had uh, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, Cam was Newton he... was on somebody's podcast. Okay, and they were asking. No, uh, yeah, it was it was not Shannon Sharps. It was somebody else. Okay, I can't, I can't remember who. Um. And they asked him about, maybe it's RG3's podcast, Jerry. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Everyone's with a podcast. No problem. Oh, no. I got one for you when you're done with this that's going to make your head spin in a second. And you, they they asked him about, uh, what about joining the Jets? You're in shape. He said, yes, I'm in shape. He said, but uh, if he if the Jets call him, they better not penny pinch him, is what he said. They're not calling him. He wants no, he said, don't, don't come at me with a $5.5 million deal. They're not calling him. Well, I'm just saying, if they do call, no penny. Did you see how he he played in New England? He was, after he got COVID and missed a couple of games, he was awful. Terrible. They're not calling him. He also had some concern for uh, where do you see my future with the Jets? You got Aaron Rodgers coming back. What future? Wilson. Plus. He's got concerns, Jerry. Plus, if they lose another game or two, the season's over. So you might as well just ride it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Right or wrong? Like, if they lose in Denver Sunday and they're 1-4, yeah, and four, that's gonna be sad. the season's dead. So what's the point? You're going to bring him in and he's going to go, what, 11-1 and one down the stretch or 10-1 yeah, right, or whatever? Right down the stretch. 
Did you, by any chance, I know you're up on these podcasts. Yeah. I'm wondering if uh, this one showed up in your Spotify feed or mm-hmm. your Odyssey like feed. Yeah, as a suggested podcast, because she has certainly become quite popular. Okay. We're talking about Travis Kelsey's and Jason Kelsey's mom. All right. She opened up about all the Taylor Swift stuff. On Does she have a podcast? On my mama's podcast. Is that her podcast? I have. I think she was a guest on it. On my mama's podcast. Yes, that's what it's called. You mean my mama? Your mama? My mama don't have no podcast, Jerry. <laughs> Whoever's mama this is, she's got a podcast. I got to see who this mama podcast is. Yes. It's called my mama's podcast. Is, who is? That's my mama. My mama. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Don't I'm tell McCarthy it and throw an S on the end of it. All righty. Um, podcast. Megan Riley. I don't know who that is. She Jerry. is the creator of Who Is Your Mama Pod. Who Is Your Mama? Who's Wait, her other hold guests? On. No, that's not the right one. It was My Mama's Podcast. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, my gosh, Jerry. How did she get a hold of uh, Travis? Then, I mean, there's that is got probably... it. then there's Got It From Mama Podcast, hosted by Jennifer Vickery Smith. Don't think that's it. Yeah. Uh, there's well, a lot of mama podcasts. Who's your mama podcast? <laughs> now, I got to say, if you have a podcast wherein you're interviewing mamas, the Travis Kelsey mom right now is uh, she's hot top mom. Yes. She's the hot mom. So whoever booked that, good job on your mama's podcast. Yes. That's pretty good. <laughs> but I can't find out who... Who your mama is. Who's the host well, of your mama. I know mama. who my mama is, but... Who the host of the My Mama podcast is. Who's your mama? <laughs> That's stupid. You know, I uh, am a Mets fan, Jerry, and I hate the Phillies because of that. Okay. But it looks like a blast to be a Phillies fan right now. I said that yesterday yeah. and we're running the highlights. The stadium is packed, energized, yes. it's electric. And I, I saw a video yesterday that a fan bought his entire section, a round of beer. Nice. It cost $4,500. What kind of fan was it? I guess a Phillies fan. Yeah, but this wasn't your blue-collar fan. <laughs> blue-collar guy, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's very, that's awesome. That is cool. I mean, what you're leaving out is that the tickets cost $6,000. <laughs> I always wanted to be in a, at a ballpark when someone bought. I was never even in a bar where, where someone bought a round for the bar. Which occasionally have you ever bought a round? No, cheapo. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. To be quite honest with you, around for wouldn't you love to do that? Yeah, it'd be fun. Hey, get around whatever anybody wants. Except you got to be careful. People go from drinking their one dollar draft beers yeah. to, you know what? I'll take a mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You got to go like this. Around the draft beers. I read that's a good way to like, do it, especially if ones on special. beers on me. Beers on and me. And you yes. tell the bartender before you do that. Draft beers. Draft beers. Yeah. Draft beers on me in the little plastic cups. We need little plastic the cups. Little no, no. You still got to have a 16-ounce frosted mug. Like those places that do nickel beers, and they put them in those no, little you, tiny plastic That's where you things. would go and do this. Yeah. Round on me. What are nickel you doing? beers. You're doing beer shots? Yeah. Beer shots on me. Come on now. You should do that this weekend. You should go into a bar mm-hmm. at 1230 on Sunday. Okay. Before the game starts so that you can get back in time for Red Zone at 102, and you should... Beers on Dukes. Beers on me, everybody. That would be kind of fun. Hmm. You're not going to do that. Though. I'm not going to do that. No chance. Were you surprised yesterday, Jerry? You surprised? When you got the, was it really surprising to you? This was really surprising. When you got the news that Billy Epler resigned? Yes. You were surprised? Yes. I was surprised. I was kind of not surprised. I don't know why. 
Okay, well, because you have a new president of baseball operations, maybe you think that they're not going to get along and Billy Epler feels um, emasculated yeah. that he's not going to have the power he had. So I could see that, but I was surprised that it happened so quickly. And then this cockamamie investigation that we're attaching to it. So the story goes that Major League Baseball is investigating the Mets and Billy Epler for using the injured list in a phantom way. Then you read on that the Mets have used the injured list 25 times on 28 players this season. And my first thought is, that doesn't sound like a lot. Like, why would they investigate that? Then you read on, ESPN Stats and Info tells you that the Mets used it the 17th most in all the teams. There's only 30 teams. That means 16 other teams used the injured list more than the Mets. What do we investigate? So this doesn't seem like anything. Like, even if they did put one or two guys on the list to give them a break, who gives a crap? It's not like they, you know, they completely obliterated the number and they were, you know, the the number one team by a wide margin. They were in the bottom half. Well, who cares? So who could be, like, who's out there to be a Mets GM? Omar Minaya. I don't oh, know. God, I'd love Omar I don't Minaya. know the answer to that. Yeah. I will tell you, though, the one concern I have, and it doesn't mean that this is right or wrong or it's going to happen, I'm getting the Heim Bloom vibe. He went to Boston from Tampa and was very sought after. And the first thing he did was trade away Mookie Betts. And the trade has been a disaster for the Red Sox. And Mookie Betts is like an MVP caliber player with the Dodgers. I know Stearns grew up a Met fan. I got to be honest. I'm concerned he's going to trade Pete Alonso now. Me too. And I, I, I don't know, man. It's just whole. I'm not feeling great about this move. Especially after Pete Alonso hired... Uh... What's Boris his face, Boris Scott Cor. Boris, yeah, Man. who's going to want the, the every penny he can yeah. soak out of Steve Cohen? Between the look of Steve Cohen looking like a disaster the other day, Stearns coming in, Buck fired, Billy Epler leaving, I, I got to tell you, don't feel great. Yeah, he looked all disheveled, Jerry. Yeah, he did. He looked like a mess. So, and right now the Mets feel like a mess. I'm not saying they are. That's how it feels right now. Right. I mean, so. we just started the off season, but. Yes, if they go out and get Shohei Otani and make all these moves, whatever. We got to see what they do. Doesn't feel right, right? I got to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Boomer and Geo at six. Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence, brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. It's on the Bears and their losing streak history. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got like 60 seconds left, and then Boomer and Gio are going to plow through for a big football Friday. What else, Al? I see our own uh, Tiki Barber's doing the Jet Bronco game. Heading nice. out to Denver with uh, your favorite, Andrew Catalan, Jerry. I like Andrew. You don't. I do. Why do they get four people on this crew? They get Andrew Catalan, Tiki Barber, Matt Ryan, yeah. and A.J. Ross. Well, A.J. Ross is on the sidelines. All right. And then it is unusual to have two analysts. That's Matt Ryan and Tiki. It's yeah. a little different. Maybe they're just maybe trying they're, to... Maybe they're not comfortable with Andrew. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Or they're trying <laughs> to really work in this... Uh, uh, what's his name? Matt Ryan into the Matt into Ryan's the been mix. fine. I think he's good. They must think he stinks, Jerry. No, I don't think they think he stinks. But they are Tiki's not a new analyst, but newer to TV because he only did some select games. He yeah. he did a lot of games every week for Compass Media Networks for like the last six seven years. 
Matt Ryan's right off the field, so I don't know. Maybe ease them both in. And I heard this week the game, it's bad Tiki, though, actually, Jerry. And he's going to do the game? He's going to be very aggressive and mean. <laughs> I heard bad Tiki yesterday, that bit that they do, Jerry. Yes, I, I believe in the. Uh, they started off by saying it's the only part of the station that gets ratings. Is that right? Yeah. It was, uh, I will say it was more mean-spirited, which I liked better than the first week. Okay. It was meaner. Yeah, you weren't a fan the first week, I, it. I thought it was a little corny. Yeah. It was it was meaner this time, which I liked. Okay, so Bad Tiki's a star in your mind. It's yeah, He's getting there. Okay. I saw that article about how they're trying to make Bad Tiki the number one star of WFAN. So that you're now in. Yeah. You're his biggest fan. Uh, I do enjoy Bad Tiki. This one yesterday. All right, fair enough. Because it was mean. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.